Welcome to the morning lesson. Hi, I'm Miss Laura, and I'm a Waldorf teacher who teaches thematically through story and other academic subjects. Please join my Patreon to receive my monthly newsletter and other content like videos of story extensions, paintings, and other educational materials. I'm using my Patreon to help me fund not only my doctorate work at Antioch University, where I'm focusing on Waldorf education, but also attending the uh, 2023 World Teacher Conference uh, that will be happening in April. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, my Patreons will help me make all of these goals realities. Today's story is from the third grade curriculum and continues our story of Abraham and Sarah. When Abraham had healed the king of Gerar and his many wives, God remembered Sarah. Now this is a dramatic way of saying that it was now the right time. Sarah immediately grew round with a child and after nine months, her son was born. They called him Isaac. Abraham was 100 years old when he became father to Isaac. The baby grew well, and Sarah had plenty of milk to nurse him. When Isaac was weaned and no longer ate from his mother and tasted his first solid foods, Abraham gave a great feast to celebrate. Sarah saw Ishmael, Hagar's son, uh, the son of Hagar, her Egyptian handmaiden. Sarah saw Ishmael making fun at the party and Sarah grew angry. She told her husband, Hagar and Ishmael are no longer needed since Isaac is here and would be your heir. Get rid of them. Have them leave this place. This hurt Abraham's heart. He loved both of his sons very much and he didn't know what to do. So, of course, he turned to God. God comforted Abraham and said, Sarah is correct. Isaac will be your heir and through him and his descendants, his grandchildren, his great grandchildren, they will come to live in the land of Canaan. But for the love of Abraham, I will also bless Ishmael. Ishmael will also be the father of a great people. Do as Sarah said, says. Now Abraham prepared a skins of water and packed bread for Hagar and Ishmael. He walked his second wife and her son out of the camp and pointed them towards the wild places, back towards Egypt. I imagine him 
Yet he kissed them both and perhaps a tear slipped from his eyes. And the two left alone into the desert. After walking for some time, there was no water left in the skin and the bread had been eaten. Hagar sank to her knees and cried out in despair. She felt hopeless. She saw a bush. She saw some bushes. And she laid her tired son under the bush for the shade. Then she turned her back on him. She walked away. The distance of two arrows shot from a bow. She herself sat down and wept. Now an angel who had been following Hagar, protecting her and Ishmael, became curious. What was Hagar doing? Why was she sitting down? Well, he appeared before her and put his question to her. Hagar, what are you doing? Why have you left your son under the bush and why are you so far away from him? Hagar cried. I cannot bear to watch him die. We are out of water. We are out of food. We are without hope. The angel smiled at Hagar. Nonsense, Hagar. I am here to protect you both and watch over you. Look, look there. There is a well to fill your skins. It was then that Hagar heard God's voice. Take your child's hand, whispered God. I will make a great nation of him. I have not forgotten him or you. Now, they were in the land of the Philistines, ruled by Abimelech, the king of Geir, and at this well in the desert in the land of the Philistines, well, this is where Ishmael would grow tall and strong. He became an archer, and he could shoot an arrow straight and true. He grew up in the desert of Paran, and when he was of age, his mother, Hagar, sent to Egypt for a wife. You will remember Hagar was an Egyptian. Well, actually, the story goes that she was not just some Egyptian. She was one of Pharaoh's daughters, a princess in her own right. When Hagar sent for a wife for her son, well, she sent that word to her father, the king, the Pharaoh, to arrange for her son a good marriage. Ishmael and his new wife and his mother moved to the city of Mecca, and I have been told that that is where he is buried. He had 12 sons, princess all, and one daughter, a princess. His sons ruled well, and there are many stories about them. Ishmael's people, the Ishmaelites, became the peoples of Arabia, and the great Islamic prophet Muhammad comes from this family. 
And in this way, the people who are Jewish and the people who are Islamic are like siblings, both the children of Father Abraham. Stories extensions for this can include delving into the prophetic words of uh, the prophet Muhammad and understanding and learning a little bit more about the practices of both of these uh, religions worldwide. And if you are a different religion from these two, uh, so it might be interesting to delve into their stories and what their beliefs are and then find those common places. Where do you believe the same things and uh, where, where do you believe different things? And it's just a fun activity to make the world just a little bit smaller and, uh, and more filled with empathy and sympathy for people who are traveling multiple paths all over the world. So I look forward to hearing some of your stories and uh, what your practices are uh, during this time. And uh, thanks for tuning in again. And I will come back with a, another story. Okay. Uh, bye.